Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Episode 190, How to Prepare for a No-Spend Challenge. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are talking about, obviously, how to prepare for a no-spend challenge, but specifically why it is the secret to sticking to one. Because uh, you can do all of you can have all of the best laid plans for your no spend challenge. But if you don't plan and prepare for it, then you're gonna have a lot of difficulty sticking to it. Yeah, this isn't something that we just decide on a whim to do. You could, but chances of you actually sticking to it are not that great. There's a whole process to this of preparing for, like gearing up for, then implementing, then sticking to it, and then doing a reevaluation once it's over. It's it's a whole thing. Right. And so we're specifically focusing on how do we stick to it? Yeah. And nobody wants to hear this episode. Uh, it is not the one, especially... Um, at this time of year, but giving it to you in enough time so that you can prepare after everything in the next few weeks are said and done to do a no spend month should you choose to do one. Because it's like all those times where I tried to start a diet or a no spend challenge like and I decided Sunday night that I was going to do it for the week. <laughs> and then mon- uh-huh. Monday night hits. and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot to like grocery shop. Yeah. So if you have ever done that, this may not be the episode you want, but it's the episode you need. So mm, you're welcome. <laughs> let's get into it uh, with first our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Saving Money. When you sit down and reflect on this year, can you say that you did everything you wanted to? Do you feel like you still have lost time to make up for, but not sure how you'll be able to afford it? Don't let 2022 pass you by. Make the memories you want by saving money for them. If you don't have a dedicated sinking fund for that, we love the high-yield savings account at Axos Bank. Um, It's still 0.61% APY at the time of this recording. No monthly maintenance fees or balance uh, minimum requirements. So check it out at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash A-X-O-S. Axos, so you can start saving for what matters most. Also brought to you by Packed Lunches. 
never as thrilling as buying lunch out, but even in the mundane brown bag PB&J with carrot sticks, at least you know you won't go hungry. <laughs> so to all the parents packing lunches for their kids and all the coworkers out there with containers full of last night's dinner, we see you. Your proactive planning skills, choosing to think ahead, saving money, opting for nutrition over flavor, you already have what it takes for these no-spend challenges. Packed lunches, the training ground for overwhelming financial success. Ain't it the truth, though? It ain't sexy, but it's true, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know? Never really loved me a packed lunch, but you know what I hate more? Being on a road trip, hoping to find a place to stop and eat, never finding one. Going hungry is worse. Thanks, packed lunches. And you know what else I hate is the hours from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. after you've had a really big lunch out because you didn't pack your lunch and it's just like you feel heavy and you don't want to be at work and you just want to go home. That's an, that's an unintended consequence of eating out on your lunch hour. It's so devastating. Lethargy. Wow. Packed lunches. You're, you really pack a punch. Thanks for sponsoring the show. So let's talk about what we do with those packed lunches on a no spend challenge. So, well, we're not really talking about packed lunches, but you you get what I'm saying. <laughs> it is actually in one of these. It is. It's yeah. in one of these articles. <laughs> so we'll revisit. Lie. We will revisit. Uh, if you are interested in no spend challenges, aside from listening to this podcast, there are two more places where you can get more information. The first is episode 127. We talk about how to do a no-spend challenge month and why it can help your finances for longer than just the month that you are not spending money. So that's a really integral, uh, it covers a lot of integral pieces to the puzzle. But you can also get it uh, from my book, The No-Spend Challenge Guide, second edition that uh, published on this past Tuesday. So if you are looking for a really quick page turner, we will uh, put the link to it in the show notes, but you can also hit it up at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash book, and you can grab yourself a copy of the second edition of the No Spend Challenge Guide. It is a consistent Amazon bestseller. I'm super proud of, I was super proud of the book the first time I wrote it, even more proud of the second edition. I think it just makes do, it, it makes the uh, steps to doing a no spin challenge a lot more cohesive. I went in and I, I looked at all the one star reviews and I made sure I addressed every constructive piece of yes. criticism. Uh, and so the book is on sale. Uh, through Sunday. So if you're listening to this when it comes out, you could still catch it on sale. If not, it's like five bucks. It's not a lot. So uh, yeah, definitely frugalfriendspodcast.com slash book to check out the second edition of the No Spend Challenge Guide. Um, and So good. Yeah, episode 127 as well. All right, moving on to our articles on no spend challenges. Uh, the first is from Forbes.com and it is titled, Is a no spend month the right way to save money? What do you think, Jill? 
<laughs> I think that's clickbait because <laughs> we all know the answer to this one. Well, but yes. it is up for a little debate. I think I've I've talked about no spend challenges long enough to hear both. I mean, I people that are like vehemently against them because if you do them wrong, they are like the detox fad diets of mm-hmm. the personal finance world. But if you do them right, a detox can be really helpful for you. Right. So it just depends right. on your mentality around it. Well, again, they yes, they do mention that in this article, but most of the article is written in support of a no spend challenge and highlights how to go about one, what it can highlight for you, what you should be considering. So even from the author's perspective, I think they are advocating for this. So clickbait. (laughs) So they they walk through the essentials of planning for a no spend month. And so these are all super important uh, in getting started. So the first one is define your essentials for the no spend month. So there is no one correct answer for what essentials are for you or to even how to do a no spend month. That's something that I think is really important to know that you should never just take somebody else's rubric for how to do something and try to replicate it. You should Mm -hmm. figure out what you're struggling with, what you want to do, and then craft a challenge uh, around those that gets you the growth that you want to see. Mm -hmm. And I think it's worth thinking through and exploring everything that Forbes lays out here in how to do a no spend, because that is a really important tip for how you stick to a no spend month is this preparation time and really understanding what it is, how you engage with it so that you don't end up in that camp of why the heck do we do these? They're awful. Well, if you do them right, they're great. Mm -hmm. So I, I like to their definition here of what a no spend challenge is at least for just a month. We know that you could do a no spend challenge day, week, month, which is what we're focusing on here, even year. So you choose, but we're we're talking about a month for the purpose of this episode. And so it's taking one month off from your usual spending habits to try to build up a certain amount of cash savings in the bank. Again, you decide what that amount is. What is it that you want to cut out? What is it that you do want to be able to spend on? And how much are you hoping to save by the time that this month is over? So the the second thing that they mention here that it can help with is to just refocus your budget. It allows you to take a fresh look at your spending. And they ask some really relevant questions here that I appreciate in preparing for and doing this no spend challenge. Of course, it's going to require us to look at and track our spending, to look at what have we been spending on, what do we want to be spending on, and ask ourselves, have our habits gotten out of line with what we say our goals are or even our values? I know you've heard us all talk about values-based spending. So as you look at your recent spending, are they are they in line or out of line? They even mention how some people with the pandemic have done really well with not spending as much because they're 
there's no commute, maybe you're eating lunch at home more, kind of getting into different habits. But then for some of us, it has given excuse and reason to spend in ways that maybe don't align with our goals and values. So it's just an opportunity to relook at that. Mm-hmm. The third thing that you want to do is to set a goal. And this one actually says set a goal to reward yourself. And I don't know. I mean, I read it, but I I'd like to re I'd like to rephrase it. I just like to set a goal and reward yourself for hitting it. Yeah. <laughs> so you should know why you're doing a no spend challenge and it shouldn't just be for the sake of saving money. So that's going to be your deeper why, your deeper yes, and it makes saying no to other things more palatable. So if I have a deeper yes, then I can say no to instant gratification more easily. That's not a fail safe. There will be times when the instant gratification mentality creeps up and wins. But Mm -hmm. the goal is not to be perfect. The goal is to just set up the boundaries that make mindless and impulse spending a little more difficult so that you can think about them consciously and intention intentionally. And so the goal is really important to doing that. And it shouldn't just be the goal to pay off debt because that's a bigger one, but it doesn't translate to the same instant gratification that you that that's going to try and win out in the moment. So it should be a goal that's attainable at the end of your challenge. So whether that's I want to put five hundred extra dollars towards my debt, I want to save enough to, you know, put the down payment on a you know a vacation or whatever. That goal should be meetable by the end of the challenge, and then mm. that can be the reward. But you can also do like a, an extra small reward for yourself as well. Like a, I would always like reward myself with a latte too. Uh, so th- I think that's super important in planning. Mm -hmm. I think that the step that came before that would be helpful too in defining what the goal is. Mm -hmm. As you ask yourself some of these questions that are listed out in the article of have my spending habits gotten out of line? Are there areas within my essentials that could even be tidied up? Am I spending money automatically on things that I don't use? The goal might even be to rein in certain types of spending to make your spending more align with your values. It, It could be any number of things that your goal is, but again, moving through those steps is super helpful. And I love what you're highlighting there, Jen, of we're going to do better sticking to it if we do have a clear goal in mind and that time-limited goal in mind to know that it is something that can be done within a month, not just, Mm -hmm. I want to save $10,000. Well, if your earnings don't reflect that, then you won't be able to do that in one month. (laughs) For sure. And then Finally, they wrap up the article with highlighting the pros and cons. And I think this is worth looking at, especially as we talk about sticking to this no spend challenge to know what we're getting ourselves into. What can I expect of this? What are some of the good things about it? And what are some of the things that I need to be aware might not be super beneficial? So of course, the pros with it is that it's a short time commitment. One month is not an eternity. So that can make a no-spend month really attainable. It can provide a good deal of clarity. 
on our spending habits, on the things that we value, on just habits in general. There's, It's amazing to hear from people who do a no-spend challenge for any amount of time what they realize about themselves. So clarity on a lot of levels, I think, is worth expecting that that's going to happen. It can also highlight our priorities. It can help with some longer-term savings goals. And then on the flip side, some of the cons can be, as you've already mentioned, Jen, the diet effect, right? Diets in general aren't always super beneficial because we feel like we've really deprived ourselves. And then when we go off of the diet, we kind of binge again. So it's going to be really important that we have this in mind and set up some barriers to us not just binging once the no spend month is over. Uh, Another thing that they point out is that it's only one month. So while that's a pro in its short time commitment, it could be a con in the fact that you can't accomplish the world in one month. But I still think it's worth it because then you can decide, do I want to do longer no spend challenges or what do I want to implement from here? So that's that's refutable for sure. <laughs> and then finally, the fact that small spendings are not always the lead culprit to our financial difficulties. That's, you know, that latte factor. It's not just cutting out buying coffee that's going to help make us our millions. And that is true. I would argue with that that a no spend challenge can highlight some of the bigger financial problems that we may have. It can clear some of the clutter to identify what some of the deeper problems are, what the roots are, so that we can tackle it. So it's, again, yeah, our vote is definitely do this. doesn't have to be in January, but at some point throughout the year, we believe there's so much benefit to this. But keep these things in mind. It'll help you to stick with it. Yeah, the bottom line here is don't feel bad if a no-spend month doesn't work for you. Not everyone can go without spending money even for a month. But I think everyone should at least give it a try. And there is there is even a hybrid model. If you can't go a full 30 days without spending on discretionary expenses, uh, you can try to do a hybrid where you plan to do 15 or 16 days out of 30 uh, where you don't spend any money. And so that's honestly a little harder. Um, It's not my first choice if you are trying to learn about your spending, but it is something that can kind of, you know, wet your whistle and get you introduced to them so that you feel more confident about doing a full no spend month. Uh, I think the last thing I want to say in this article is that I love that they pointed out small dollar spending is often not the most significant part of your problem. In frugality, many times we tend to stay focused on that. And you know us, if you listen to us for any period of time, that that we don't practice that kind of frugality. We practice high impact frugality. And we focus on big, big items. Um, But we think these smaller items can tell us a lot about ourselves and they can build self-discipline that permeates into other parts, into the big impact parts. So it's still, it's still you should remember it um, and focus on it for a time, but not get stuck here. Uh, this is definitely the easiest place to start and that's why we talk about it a lot, um, but we don't want to get stuck in the low-hanging fruit 
apart. We want to like move mm-hmm. on to, you know, bigger things like mm-hmm. refinancing a mortgage and buying used over new uh, products and stuff. So stuff like that is where we really want to progress to. Climb the tree Please, and get the yes. high hanging fruit. Absolutely. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary in your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. So our next article is from the Savvy Sparrow, and it's how to do a no-spend challenge plus 10 tips to stick with it. And so it's a pretty long article, and we are just going to look at these 10 tips to stick with it. What did you think about them, Jill? Well, I think they give us a bonus because there's actually 11 tips. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Which is great. It, uh, it's a great article. And I'm glad that we're going to be able to spend the majority of our time on this one because it's worth reading through the whole thing. They talk about the different reasons for doing a no-spend challenge based on what your various financial goals might be and how a no-spend challenge can support that. So it's all great. Then you get to about the middle and there's just some really good tips for sticking to it. So we're going to go through all 11, the bonus one too, mm-hmm. uh, and give our feedback. So I, I let's get into it. The first one is one of our personal favorites, give yourself grace. We love to talk this message of freedom and permission and kindness towards ourselves. So please know as you enter this, especially if you're doing it for the first time, being kind to yourself, gracious with yourself, knowing and expecting that you may have an off day, that you may break one of your own rules that you've set up for yourself, Mm -hmm. expect it, plan for it. 
And by doing so, you will have better success in sticking to it and not completely falling off the wagon. So throughout the whole process, just keep this in mind of being kind to yourself. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad that is tip number one. Tip number two is if you do mess up one day, as you can expect that you will, especially if you've never done one before, don't use it as an excuse to binge spend. And don't say, oh, I messed up, so I'm just going to go off of it and I'll try again next month. I love starting a challenge on the first, but I also hate it. I think because people think they can only start something on the first, which is absolutely not true. I would love to normalize starting things on the third or the sixth or the 17th stuff like that. So if you, I think we love the uh, James Clear recommendation in his book, Atomic Habits, that you try and go every day, don't break the streak. But if you do break the streak, don't break it twice. So if you mess up one day, get back on it the next. Because even if you miss every other day, you've still done, what, 15, 16 no-spend days, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is so easy to do, too. Like, you spend one thing, it's like, well, I already broke it, so oops, 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 oops. I'm pulling into the drive- <laughs> to the parking lot of my favorite store. Oh, oops. <laughs> like, no, no, that's okay. No, you, no, no. You bought one thing, but just go home. Yeah. <laughs> go home and stop spending money. Don't open your computer. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Tip number three. Focus on the end goal. This is so important. This will have to be front of mind throughout the entire month. Rather than focusing on what it is that you're giving up, again, whatever that is, whether it's that coffee shop or going out to lunch or getting drinks with friends, whatever it is, don't focus on what you're giving up, but what you're gaining. So whatever your why was that we talked about in that first article at the top of the episode, what is the goal of this challenge? Keep reminding yourself of that. So whether it's saving money for an upcoming vacation or being able to pay cash, they give an example of paying cash for your kid's braces. I don't know if that's you and this is going to be able to jumpstart that savings. Focus on your child's straight teeth as the reason why you can't get drinks with your girlfriends and let that be the motivator. Yes. You want your child to get a really great job so they can support you one day. So skip those drinks. (laughs) So that you can have all the things you ever wanted when your child does inevitably just financially pay for everything for you. That's the goal, I guess. Oh, we joke. Yes. Uh, Tip four is to save your unused gift cards for a rainy no-spend day. We used to do this all the time. We would use our gift cards during the no-spend challenge because sometimes we would just keep them around and save them for like a special occasion or something, but the special occasion never comes. Mm -hmm. So we always designated the no-spend challenge as the special occasion. And so we would use our gift cards there. So I think this is a great, great tip. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this one. And I love that they highlight for a rainy no spend day, like the day that you're finding particularly difficult. Mm-hmm. And you just want to get out of the house and you want to do something that feels like a treat, but you don't want to spend money. Grab that gift card. Use that to satisfy whatever the urge is that you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Number five. I love this one too. Take advantage of freebies. This is such a good reminder that a no spend challenge is not congruent with a no fun challenge, which it, it, it was that challenge. I hate that. Never do that challenge. That's not even a challenge to be had. Mm -mm. It's funny. I almost laughed out loud when I read this because I, I almost think that like, all right, just buckle down for a month and just remove it all and see what you can do and accomplish. And it's partly that, but it's also like, ooh, be creative. See how many things you can do without spending money. Like there is a flip side to this. So I love that they're highlighting this. They have a whole link of freebies. They mention how Krispy Kreme or various coffee shops or ice cream shops will do will give away free ice cream, free donuts, free whatever on certain days of the year. So check that out. Also check out events on Facebook that are local to your area, free events. That's a great place to find things to do that you don't have to spend money on. Still get together with friends. All of these things are still possible to have fun while you're not spending And you can feel even more accomplished by the end of this month when you can say, look at how much I saved and I had fun. Absolutely. We are all about fun and it keeps your mind off of spending money. So it's not just a good idea, it's a necessity. Tip six, when you have to leave the house, bring water bottles and snacks. This is just a great tip in general. Always Always. have a few snacks. A mom knows this. Uh, (laughs) Have a few snacks and some water. And then she does say, especially if you have kids, then you won't feel the need to stop and buy uh, coffee or something. Get yourself a really nice travel mug for your coffee. Solve the problem of takeout coffee and just get yourself a nice travel mug. And before you're not with challenge. Yeah. It solves a lot of problems. And so also, if you know that you'll be uh, out running errands for a long time, maybe during a mealtime, then you may want to pack a small lunchbox or cooler with enough food to hold you over until you get home. So that's a a great way to avoid the eating out. Mm -hmm. Number seven, plan your meals at least 24 hours in advance. So This is one of those things that will absolutely stretch some muscles for some of us. Some of you are experts at meal planning, and this tip is going to be no problem for you. Others of us, this is going to be an important discipline to practice. And we're not saying that you've got to be a master and you've got to do the Sunday night clear glass container meal prep for the week Instagram worthy situation. Just at least 24 hours in advance, have an idea of what lunch, dinner is going to look like. This is definitely going to help you stick to it and not have an impulse purchase of some sort of takeout or even going to a restaurant some night. This helps us to be able to defrost the meat that we need to defrost, be looking in our pantries, all of that. So love this tip. Again, doesn't have to be insane. Just look at 24 hours in advance. Mm-hmm. And that kind of ties into tip eight, which is use your no spend challenge time to actually eat the foods you already have. So sometimes we call this a pantry challenge. And while I don't practice it, some people 
will simultaneously do them with their no spend challenge. So it's essentially not spending money on groceries either and just eating everything out of your fridge, freezer, and pantry so that you can minimize the clutter in your kitchen. And it's a really great idea if you're somebody who stocks up on sales and sometimes has to throw food away because it's past its expiration date. If you have a packed fridge, this is a really good opportunity to get creative and use what you have, though it is not required. I would always spend money on fresh produce um, and stuff because I tend to have a more minimalist fridge. So I wouldn't be able to make it a month on the things in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. But even if you don't think you do, you will be surprised by how much you can get through just listing everything out that you have in your kitchen, making a full inventory and thinking of meals that you can make with what you already have. I'm sure you can go at least a week without grocery shopping. I'm sure most people can. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And it's amazing how fun it can be to get creative with the stuff that you have. And there's so many resources on the internet to even plug in like, all right, I've got rice and a can of beans and this and that. And what can I do with it? And up comes a recipe. And then you get to try new things too. Mm -hmm. Tip number nine, get into the habit of tracking your income and expenses while you're doing your no spend challenge. So if this isn't something that you already do, you're going to want to consider a system for doing this during this no spend challenge, but then also something that you can carry with you beyond this challenge because you're not going to know how much you actually saved or how successful this no spend challenge was for you if you don't have a way to actually see what was I able to save by the end of this time. And then again, it's a really helpful, necessary tool for moving forward. So track your spending as well as your earning. Know how you're going to do that ahead of time before you even start. This is going to be a really helpful thing for sticking to it because it can be such a motivator to know and track, oh, look at now because I didn't spend on this, I'm able to put even more away towards that goal that I have set for what this my my savings to be this month. Mm-hmm. So tip number 10, don't start a no-spend challenge right before a big holiday or major event. So we are not saying you should do a no-spend challenge for December or November. Like you could definitely do one in between for a week or something. It's up to you. But we're not suggesting that you put yourself through the mental turmoil that it would be to not spend money right now. Um, But I love the idea of doing uh, no spend October or maybe into November so that you can be cognizant of what you're spending money on. And that will cause you to spend less overall during the holidays. And so it's not just the, um, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas holidays, um, but any time that you have like an anniversary or kid's birthday, graduation, stuff like that. So plan when major events are happening, when you're going to want to spend money and just plan your challenge around that. Maybe you do, you know, maybe you have Valentine's Day in, in February and you spend money on that because you've been married for less than six seconds. But maybe you do want to spend money on that. And you you decide to do a no-spend challenge in February, because it is the best month to do a no-spend challenge. 28 days, yeah. y'all. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> it is the best. So maybe you skip the 14th or the 15th or whenever you want to go out to dinner and you just do 27 days. Who Who's going to know? How are they going to know? It doesn't matter. Who's going to know? <laughs> Yeah. So you don't have to like skip if February is the best month for you to do a no spin challenge. You don't have to skip it just because you want to go out for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Just make exceptions. You get to make the rules. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. We make the rules. Yes. Finally, tip number 11, which no one was expecting based on the title of this article. But I like (laughs) it. I like it for the challenge and I like it for life. Make a grocery list before going to the grocery store. That's just and life then, advice right here. And then stick to it. Mm. Uh-huh. You added that. Jill well, added yeah. that. Well, yeah. Well, the tip is to help you to stick to it and then do this and then stick to it. That's yeah. the tip. I did add that. <laughs> the t- Jill's tip is to do do it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Eric and I, I think I said this on a recent episode too, that I felt on top of things and a no spend challenge can help you with that of planning ahead. So much of this is connected to future thinking, planning ahead, being proactive. It's how we can have results when we're not impulsively spending, when we are more intentional. And so this just helps us to exercise those muscles in some very real ways. So don't just find yourself at the grocery store racking your brain on, do I need more cheese? What am I going to make this week? Think about that when you're in the comfort of your own home or even your car, if your car's comfortable and think through. But if you're at home, that's convenient because then you can actually check your pantry and know if and your fridge and know if you need cheese or not. And then think through, what do I have already? What, how can I use that? What else do I need to get to make this into a meal? Write it all into a list and then challenge yourself during this no spend month to not get anything outside of what's on that list. Really discipline yourself to not break away from what you've decided. And then look at the savings of not shopping impulsively, of having a plan. It really could be a motivator for more long-term proactive planning. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I love all of these tips to consider while you're doing and before you start doing your no spend challenge. I think yeah, they're good. And because really frugal living is just having the mindset of planning ahead. Yes. And if you are able to plan ahead and plan in advance, then you are able to live frugally. Because when we wait till the last minute or we wait till emergencies and we, we act reactively instead of proactively, that's when things cost more money. That's why people say, oh, like, if you're living in poverty, you can't live frugally because you're only thinking like hand to mouth. And that is a thing. But if you are not living that way, and you are able to plan for something, you should take advantage of that. um, Because you can save so much money by using that to your advantage. So this helps train your brain to think that way. Mm. You know what else trains your brain to think in some really amazing ways? Yeah, to think about the Frugal Friends podcast every week for sure. The The Bill Bill of the the Week! That's right! It's time for the best minute of your entire week! 
Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hey, Jen and Jill. My name is Sarah, and I'm so excited to be leaving my first ever Bill of the Week. I am a newer listener, but I have a really long commute, so I've been able to download and listen to a lot of episodes, and it's really great keeping me motivated, getting me on track to being debt-free. I knew for a while exactly what my Bill of the Week would be, and I'm so excited because it finally happened today. It is a bill of sale. Earlier this year, I bought a truck to pull around my travel trailer, and I've had my smaller car just sitting around, and I finally decided that um, I was going to sell it. And with that money, I knew the two bills that I was going to pay off. I was going to pay off my care credit card, which has a ridiculous 24% APR, and I paid off 1700 of that, and I was able to pay off two of our phones, so that will reduce my monthly phone bill by about $60. Um, the savings on the credit card is just absolutely insane. Then I was able to call the insurance, and I got a refund for the money I've already paid for my insurance. And while I was there, I noticed I had a driver on my insurance that I didn't need. And I took that off and I got an extra $40 refunded. So it's just a great day and I'm making waves. Awesome, Sarah. It's making me want to sing, Sarah. (laughs) I love the bill of sale. And everything that that bill of sale allowed you to do. Mm -hmm. So many things. Not only did you pay off credit cards and phones, but just the sale of this vehicle then caused you to look at something you probably wouldn't have otherwise looked at. But well Mm -hmm. done for digging deeper. This is so amazing. You really did hit it out of the ballpark and crushed a lot of things all at once. Congrats, Sarah. If you guys have a bill that hits it out of the ballpark, then please visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill to leave us yours. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like... 
being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. And now it's time for the lightning round. So today, Jill and I are going to share our plans for No Spend January because we are doing a No Spend Challenge in Club BFF in January. And Jill and I participate in these challenges, uh, maybe not as intensely as our members, but we do participate in them as well. So um, I have been thinking about this mm, for a while. Hot seat of vulnerability. Yeah. Uh, so I I honestly just want to do 16 no-spend days. I've done enough no-spend challenges in my life to not really desire to do any more. And I think you have to know you're at a place where enough is enough and like you're okay, mm-hmm. you're happy with your yeah. spending. Um, and when you're happy there- you have learned you, what you needed to. Right. And, and then you don't need to like torture yourself anymore. So I'm not the person that's going to be doing a no-spend year ever. But- I do. I would like to challenge myself to do 16 no-spend days in January. I would love to kind of reset my spending uh, so that I can reprioritize and, and do some things that haven't been available or, or may have gotten out of the habit of over 2020, 2021, just, you know, because of the weirdness. So uh, I'd love to reset and uh, and kind of meditate on that while not spending money. Amazing, Jen. I mean, you are the queen of no spend challenges in your understanding of them. And I I do think that this is something, unless you really do love them, once you've done a couple, you can kind of learn from them and implement that you don't have to do something so extreme. You just kind of implement as you go. Yeah. What you've already learned. Yeah, I agree with that. How about you, Jill? Well, because I anticipate that I will receive between Santa and my husband everything I could possibly want on my wish list in December, it will be very easy for me (laughs) to not spend hardly anything in January. Wow. That's my little plug Santa's Yeah, Santa's getting you some some good stuff then. Wow. I don't want much, but you know, I'm I'm really hoping, crossing these fingers that uh someone's paying attention and that I find myself on the nice list. Yeah, maybe a few Vitamix accessories. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I'm good with the Vitamix. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, spending in general, you've heard me describe this. It's not a super difficult like area for me. I don't typically spend much, but I I do want to be even more cognizant of only spending on renovations in January that it is something that I want to spend on. Like I'm not going to try and say let's cut this out because we are trying to make progress on 
our dumpster fire kitchen, but I'd love to see us really hone in on just this area of spending, excluding pretty much everything else, like keeping ourselves from other types of luxuries, reining in food, which is a big area of spending for us so that we can put as much money as possible towards getting this house done. I support that decision. I also want to see you spend on nothing else but your dumpster fire kitchen. (laughs) Thank you. I might find myself traveling a bit in January, so we're going to have to be proactive Mm -mm. about that. No, put it on hold. Do the kitchen. (laughs) That's what I need. I need you to focus on this, Jill. I need you to finish your kitchen. (laughs) Think about my needs. Yikes. (laughs) Oh, Anyways, well, um, yeah, we'll get le- there. Let us know um, in the Frugal Friends community group on Facebook what you will be giving up for your no spend January, or if you are one of our club BFF members, let us know in the uh, private Discord channel because we would love to hear it. Yours. Yes. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. We want to thank you so much for your kind reviews on Apple Podcasts like this one. It says a long time coming and it's from Rebecca Koval. And she says, I've been listening to the Frugal Friends podcast for over a year now. In that time, I've learned a myriad of tips and tricks to save money and spend intentionally. And I've delved into topics I didn't immediately associate with living frugally, like developing a minimalist capsule wardrobe and regifting with purpose. When I start an episode with these women, I know I'm in capable and kind hands. Every insight is delivered with the compassion only experience can teach you, and I never feel like an idiot when it's clear I've made some huge mistakes. Instead of feeling defeated at the end of a show, I'm energized and ready to take on my financial challenges. Thanks, Jen and Jill. You've changed my life in some of the best ways possible. Thanks smokes. <laughs> All right, we're going to need to pause for a quick cry. Uh... Capable and kind, I'm done. I think we've accomplished what the highest we could aim at accomplishing. That's it. We've been called capable and kind. Thank you so much, Rebecca Wall. This is so sweet. And just appreciate all that you've said here. Yes, we we love you. We also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media. So when you share the latest episode on Instagram, we're adding you to our monthly drawing. For every five tags and reviews we get each month, we're giving away $50 for you to spend in the Frugal Friends shop. How fun does that sound? Love it. You got 50 bucks for the Frugal Friends shop, which will get you one to two products for free depending on what you choose depending on what you choose at frugalfriends.shop so keep leaving us reviews wherever you listen to podcasts and sending the screenshot to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to tag us on social when you share see you next week frugal friends is produced by eric siriani So on these 16 days, Jen, what's that going to mean for you? Just like not spending on anything, including food? Um, 
I mean, probably, yeah, because I do my grocery shopping on Mondays. So that is the day I would spend money on food. And I'm, I'll probably still stick with takeout maybe two or three times in the month. I don't know. Maybe one week I'll try and challenge myself to not do takeout. But that seems very unlikely as not doing dishes is one of my core values. Yes, I did the whole core values challenge and I've learned not doing dishes is, yeah, it's definitely definitely a core for me. How about you, Jill, about your reno things? Well, it's going to be interesting to see how far we get, you know, at the time of this recording, we're not yet into January. So we still have a couple of weeks. So I'll, I'll be interested to see how far we are by the time January hits. Honestly, it's not too much of a stretch from how life currently looks, although you of all people do know that travel is a competing goal for our finances, renovations, and travel. However, if we do travel in January, we probably will have already paid for that travel in December. So that would help with that. Mm. Eric's birthday is also in January, so then that's a tough one. But I can plan ahead. I can be proactive, like like we say we need to be, Mm -hmm. and finding those free things, figured out, using Mm -hmm. those gift cards. Mm -hmm. So many ways to have fun, and you can learn all about them in the No Spend (laughs) Challenge Guide, Second Edition, available on Amazon. You can find it at frugalfriendspodcast.com/book. Wow. Sounds so cool. You know, I'm going to have to let you go so I can go check it out right now. What Perfect. was that? Frugalfriendspodcast.com slash book. Click, click, yeah. click, 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 click. Here I go. Oh, wow. What a good value. <laughs> Thanks. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.